Hello, and welcome back to the Rat's Nest Podcast. Today is a kind of pre-patched episode. I patched this kind of like dub techno beat kind of thing, and I wanted to share it with you guys. Mostly because for how simple it is, it's just three elements. Kick, the hi-hat snare kind of shifting weird stuff, and then our kind of delayed morphogene sample. It's kind of all it is, but the patch is quite complicated for just being those three elements. simplest element. Got the morph gene going. I'm triggering the play input with the product three out from the numeric repetitor, which is of course being clocked by the Pico R&D along with everything else that has a clock input. Uh, sampling modulator, ornament, both ornament and crimes, data bender, mimeophone. I'm not going into the clock input of the morphogene. That is good to know. Uh, but pretty much everything else has a clock input. And basically, I am sequencing between two different splices, two different chords. I believe the sample is from the Volca FM. And of course, it is pitched down an octave from its original recording as well. And that's going through the mimeophone and the Dismodus mimeophone, like I said, tempo synced. Got some modulation on the color from the Diode Chaos. Yeah, so I think Orchine, actually the simplest one, despite its complex sound, it's a sample. Just messing with the gene size. I can also mess with the slide. How could I have forgotten? The morph gene is actually going through the sonocurrent MT2D for some distortion. Very slight. You know, the mix is mostly dry, probably around 9, 10 o'clock on the mix. Got the drive all the way up. The tilt probably like... 
10 or 11 o'clock, bias at noon, feedback almost all the way down. So yeah, just some subtle distortion. I'm actually in the higher voltage mode, which sounds a little bit cleaner too. Usually I'm in the low voltage mode because I like the, you know, crunchy, crunchiness. So I think that sums up the morph gene. And now let's move on to, I guess the next simplest would be the kick, though it's more, more than I would usually do for a kick. You know, the techno kick is kind of a very specific sounding kick. kick of course is the Schlob SVF self-resonating. I've got an envelope from math going to the filter cutoff as well as the amplitude of the VCA I'm running it into. That's kind of like the standard kick sound for me personally. It sounds the best, it's the loudest, and I can get a really punchy kick out of the Schlob SVF. However, I wanted more punch, more kind of like, I don't know, just wanted more. So I'm running it through the safety valve, which is a module I built a while ago. Haven't had it in the rack in a minute, but I threw it in because I just sold my monsoon. And I was like, let's throw this in here because I remember liking it a lot. And so I'm overdriving the kick with the safety valve. Then I'm going into the Schlob VCF3DB, and I'm rolling off all of the high frequencies. The only slider that is all the way up is that low frequency slider. The 250 hertz slider is kind of halfway, and then the 750 hertz slider is up a little bit. But let me hear, let's hear how this kicks out. So if we don't do that EQ. I mean, that's a punchy kick. And even just removing the high 7K band makes it sound a lot better. But for techno, pretty mellow. We're on, we're, we have a four to the floor pattern because it's techno. Uh, and then I'm also actually, I think I'm using a second VCA and a second envelope for the kick because the safety valve is so overdriven and so loud. You know, I was still getting sound even when the kick wasn't going. 
so had to use another VCA. Probably could just get away with using one at the end after the safety valve, but I had already patched it up and I just was like, you know, just use another VCA, whatever. And yeah, that's our, that is our kick sound. Like I said, I think the key to this sound is the VCF3 dB and really rolling off those high frequencies. And of course, we get to the fun, glitchy hats and snare sounds. Hi-hat sounds are from the Basimilis and the Kraken. I am doing something funky with the hi-hat triggers. Uh, I'm using a Euclidean sequence from one of the ornamented crimes. Then I'm putting that into a sequential switch on the other hemisphere of that ornamented crime. And I am switching between that and the random pulse out and then I'm using the prime output from the numeric repetitor to kind of trigger that switch. So, you know, prime input triggers, it switches either from the random to the Euclidean or from the Euclidean to the random, depending on which one it was on. So there's kind of a rhythm with the hats, but then there's inter random notes interspersed in there. And then, of course, for the snare, I'm using a backbeat snare, you know, in between every kick uh, on the head input from the sampling modulator. And then I'm using the product one and two to go into the rim and accent of the snare. doing with those i'm mixing you know the snare and the hats together putting them through the pittsburgh modular bit crush and then through the diy multi-mode vcf i'm high passing them back basically and i'm modulating that high pass filter with another output from the diode chaos and of course these are going into the data bender for some glitchy goodness you know, I'm in macro mode, I've got it clock synced. I've got the breakup more than the bend. I've got some repeats on, um, but the corrupt mode is the DJ filter. And guess what? I'm also modulating that with the diode chaos. So we're getting these kind of shifting filter sweeps, both on the snares and hi-hats themselves, but then also on the data bender glitchy stuff that's happening. So there's kind of like, it's always shifting. It sounds really cool. I'm modulating the shell size of the Kraken with the sample and hold out of the R&D. That's actually kind of it. It looks a lot more complicated. It felt a lot more complicated to patch. I was like, you know, had to do a lot of work to shape the kick. And yeah, 
course, I've got the AI synthesis stereo matrix mixer for routing and things. But I think I like the way I described it best with the um, hats and stuff going into data center only and the morphogene going into mimeophone and dismodus only. I have the matrix mixer set up so I could send either one of those the morphogene and the hats to the data vendor or the mimeophone you know so I could maybe do a little bit of both but I like kind of keeping them separate I think it sounds better keeps the sounds from getting too uh, muddled together so yeah I hope you enjoyed this dub techno patch and we'll move on to like patch from scratch might not be quite as long as the normal episode because I had this patch that I wanted to share but I really like this patch never tried making uh, dub techno before but this is my first attempt I suppose
got another dub techno patch kind of going here. Elements are very similar. Dub techno is kind of a very minimalistic genre. But basically I have swapped samples on the Morphogene. I'm no longer going through the MT2D, so our sample is a little bit cleaner sounding. Um, Morphogene's still going through the Mimeophone, but now I've got the routing mixing happening so that it's only going through the Mimeophone, getting mixed with the data bender, which is processing the hats and the snare sounds, and then going into the Dismodus for some reverb. So the reverb is also on the hi-hats and snare sounds. The hi-hats and snares are pretty similar. They're still going through the bit crush and then a high-pass filter. I'm just using, instead of that sequential switch, I'm just using a Euclidean rhythm for the hats, but it's desynced from everything else. So I think everything else is on a 16 step pattern, but the hats are actually on a 12 step pattern. So they kind of go out of phase a little bit sometimes. And what else, what else? Kick is the same, of course, dub techno. It's just fourth floor kick. Still going through the safety valve and the VC F3DB to shape it. I am triggering the Morphogene not with the product three anymore, but instead the prime output of the numeric repetitor. Yeah, I think I like this one like slightly better than that last one. I think I've started to figure the dub techno out a little bit. I just love the filter sweeps that then kind of get captured by data bender and then filter sweeped again with the corrupt. Not sure if I mentioned it before, but I am using an ornament in crime to essentially sequence the splices. I'm really just swapping between two and that's what I was doing uh, with the last patch as well. Phone is definitely on a shorter zone as well than last time. But other than that, I think most everything is the same. Just another example, some slight tweaks. Algorithm on Kraken. But yeah, I'm just having fun making dub techno patches. 
I mess with the slide on the Morphogene, we kind of get like more subdued sample. Uh, I believe the sample is from my steel drum that I, you know, spliced up on every like hit. And so the beginning of each splice is much louder. And then as we turn the slide, we get less sound. You know, because as, as the note fades out, it's quieter and quieter. that reverb to the hats is kind of the biggest change and I think I really like how it sounds the only thing that's not going through that reverb is of course the kick I mentioned this earlier either the tone on the Dismodus is around two one or two o'clock so we're kind of high passing that reverb a little bit so it doesn't get too muddy down in the low end what I've learned about dub techno very quickly is that it's all about kind of you know keeping each element separate and giving it a, them each like a space to breathe so you can really like hear everything that's going on.
about moving the organized knob and see if we can find a couple other splices that sound good together. I have a feeling I chose these two very specifically and some of the others don't sound as nice together. our third and final dub techno patch for this one kicks the same dub techno is simple four on the floor i like the way this kick sounds it fits kind of the vibe and the genre i feel like so kick hasn't changed the hi-hats and snare are mostly the same i'm just not running them through the bit crush before filtering them so they're a little bit cleaner. You can hear more of the original sound. Still high passing them and putting them through the data bender and sweeping the filter and the DJ filter on the corrupt on the data bender. But what I have changed is the kind of melodic or not drum based sounds. No longer using the Morphogene, I figured I was like, let's try and do something that doesn't use the morphogen and so for our bass sound i'm using the even vco 
sine and triangle waves out into the two inputs of the chopping kicky wave folder. And I'm using those basically as a stereo pair. And I am using an envelope to kind of use the chopping kinky basically like a VCA with a little extra, you know, folding added in. So I've got an envelope going to the CV in on the VCA or on the chopping kinky. And then the two uh, attenuverters allow you to set that CV for each uh, wave folder. It's nice that they're normal together like that using the Rampage for envelopes. And then I am sequencing that with one of the Ornament and Crimes. I'm in sequence mode, and I'm using the prime output of the Numeric Repetitor to trigger this. So the number of triggers in that prime you know, trigger sequence, I think is five, and my step sequence for pitch on the ornament of crime is four so they're not lining up every time you know which gives a little bit more of an interesting um, pattern that doesn't just repeat every bar and i'm doing a similar thing for the other voice which is the angle grinder using the grind output and modulating one of those wave shaping sliders with the smooth CV out from the DIY swamp. So sometimes it's a more sine wave, other times it's more of a square wave. And using another envelope from the Rampage for that, using the random pulse out from the Pico R&D. And then I'm modulating that envelope decay time with the Schlob Entropy. of these are going through the mimeophone which is being mixed with the hats and snare sounds and are both again going through the dismodus so yeah i hope you've enjoyed these out of three different takes dub techno i know they're all kind of similar dub techno is kind of a weird genre i probably could have figured out uh, another hi-hat patch but i just love the data bender so much As always, if you are interested in supporting the podcast, getting patch notes, uh, raw modular recordings, uh, to vote in the polls that I hold, or even bonus episodes, head on over to patreon.com slash nullfyinfinity. That's N-U-L-L-T-H-I infinity. Of course, let's give a shout out to the current patrons, Gray Series. David J, Patrick O'Brien, Joby Springsteen, Tom Davis of the Patched Podcast. Check that podcast out. 
I love Thomas Patches. Uh, he's always doing cool stuff. Shout out to Rick Post. Tiny Frames. John Bruce. James M. Bland. No Elbows. Joshua Crutchfield. And Oscar Brask. Thank you all for supporting the podcast. It means a lot and it really helps out. And if you, you know, you can't donate, consider buying some of my music on Bandcamp, nullifyinfinity.bandcamp.com. Maybe I'll have to put out a dub techno record. I will see you next week for more patching.